the bar, stomp your feet, stop clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Helmets and Heels, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Here's Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumleaf. Oh, something bad. I just decided they must really like your name last, Blythe. <laughs> Because it's the fanciest. That's right. It is kind of fancy. You're right. Or radio friendly, right? Yeah. Do you use BB cream? Because I figured you have I do. Yeah? Only at certain times, though. Because it doesn't cover as well as I would prefer. But for people who don't know, Blythe's name on Twitter is at Blythe Brum. And so for the longest time, everyone around here, before you kind of really started on the show, just kept calling you Blythe Brum. And I didn't want to correct them because it does kind of sound like fun. <laughs> it's easier to pronounce. And it really is. So maybe you should just chop off that leave. Mm, no, I did mention a, a, a name change to my parents as far as like becoming more radio friendly. And they were absolutely against it. So. As well they should be. Because <laughs> did you have a name? It's not about that. No, I was just kind of thrown it around out there and the look of shock on their face. Um, it kind of deterred me almost immediately. You can just go with life. Yeah, just yeah, life. It's simple. So for people who can't see us, the wonderful and talented Marcel Robinson from across the street at CW17 is here tonight with multiple cameras, getting a little bit of uh, the action on video. Say hello to our producer, Scott. Marcel, yeah. He he does all the behind the scenes work and never gets any of the attention. So hello, Scott, and thank you. And uh, we, of course, have to get into some cheating conversation, ladies. I think, I think this is a story that I feel 100% differently than Donna, but Donna's going to feel way more passionate. Oh, I have a feeling, but (laughs) you're going to feel way more passionate about it. So I want to hear the moment it all came down, your reaction, your thoughts, your opinions today. Okay. I'm going to preface this with, I may take up all the time, (laughs) so we'll have to continue it in the next segment. (laughs) Let me, the only thing that I was waiting for was just show me some evidence. When I heard it after the Colts game before the Super Bowl, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is Spygate all over again. I was so embarrassed with Spygate. What a bunch of morons. What do we have to deal with? Great. And um, then it took forever and forever and forever. And the longer it took, I figured, well, he's not going to find anything. Because usually that's what happens. You know, the longer they take with a jury, you know. No news is good news. And then I saw more probable than not likely. What the hell is that? <laughs> that was me saying, yeah, I don't know what happened. No one knows what happened. I'm guessing that something happened. I don't know. You just spent months and months and earned yourself millions of dollars because you found out nothing. That's how I look at it. Because, let me tell you why. I did my research. Sarah, I did not go through the 243-page report. But what I I'm do, shocked. I you have so much time on your hands as a full-time employee <laughs> and a mom right? and a wife and a dog mom. People may not try, they don't like what Florio has to say about Jacksonville, but with his legal background, I really do listen to what he has to say because he's almost spot on with everything, okay? I almost said almost always, and I don't like that. (laughs) And the one thing that no one is making a big hubbub about is the two gauges that were used. Did you know that there were two gauges? I did. You did? I heard about it. I did not. I did not. See? No one's talking about the two gauges. There were two different gauges used, and they both gave you very different measurements. One was used for the pregame, and then one was used halftime when they were all similar. Now, when Ted Wells was interviewing Walt Anderson, 
the head referee for the mm-hmm. game, he couldn't recall which gauge he used. Hello? <laughs> that is where tampering comes into effect. You don't know which gauge you used? Because if he used the one that gave us a higher number, then the balls could have been correct. And if they used a different gauge at halftime, how do you know anything was ever happened? Yeah, we have the video of the guy taking the balls in. Do we know what happened? You know you don't have all the text messages. I understand that. He wouldn't hand over his phone. However, he did because everybody made a big deal. Oh, well, he, they got fined and Brady got suspended because he wouldn't hand over his phone. Ted Wells came out because everybody's been mm-hmm. on him about this report because probable than not, whatever. He didn't come out with any hard, concrete evidence. So he said because of the agent of Brady, he said that he was fine with not having the phone. Wells, ne- he sa- Wells said himself he never asked for Brady's phone in any capacity, but rather was fine with his agent keeping possession of the phone and only turning over documentation of the correspondences. And so that he took as truth. So that has nothing to do with, well, yeah, he, you know, he didn't turn over his phone, so he got suspended. Nothing like that. However, this is where, and I, this, is the, this was after Marcel came over earlier today, <laughs> and this is when I lost it because... Watching PTI this afternoon, I'm not a Wilbon fan, but I do enjoy Tony Kornheiser. And he said, spot on, this would never hold up in a court of law. Now, granted, the NFL, the league, they're their own. They'll suspend you for looking the wrong way, you know? You know, cross the street. Wearing the wrong brand. Exactly. They fine you, yeah, for wearing the wrong socks. Who does that? But he does say, and I quote for Ted Wells, I do believe that if I had access to Brady's electronic messages and if I had received all of the messages, that it might have yielded additional insights into what happened. And I think that would have been good for everybody regardless of what it showed. You think and you might. I'm sorry. (laughs) BS. It is BS. (laughs) I would have thrown his happy butt with his millions of dollars that he just cost out of the door immediately. So do you or do you not believe that Tom Brady asked the equipment guys to deflate the balls a little bit? He said after the Colts game, yeah, I like them a certain way. This is how I like them. Whether or not he said, I want them as far under, and if we get caught, we get caught. Like Aaron Rodgers says, I like them over, and if they change it, they change it, which no one, you know, batted an eye at. I just, if it would have came out that he had concrete evidence, everything's like this, here's the camera of the guy, here's here's the conversation between them. I was thinking, that sucks. He's no longer the golden boy. This is going to be a stigma, but, you know, he's Patriots quarterback. I trust him. You know, he can throw the ball. Whatever. So for you, it doesn't change, obviously, your feelings whatsoever about Tom Brady or the Patriots. No, because it didn't come out with hard concrete. I want hard concrete evidence. That's what I want. I want to be shown he did it. He knew all along. All I know is, yeah, he likes them a little. Underinflated. Underinflated. <laughs> it's soft. so hard to not sound, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about something else, but yeah. Were you going to say soft in there? I, I was going to say saying. soft, yeah. yeah. Donna, soft. what did you think about the text messages? I'm sure you read them all, right? I did, and um, it's, again, it's, unless it's Tom Brady, yes, please, please underinflate the ball to, you know, 11. And if you get caught, you never heard from me. They were quite comical. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, they were so funny. I just, yeah, you can take that golden boy away and, entirely, I think, yeah. if you if you look too closely at them. Because right. if those guys are saying that and they're that close to him, then 
there's some obviously negative things going on, or at least being said. Yeah, I just absolutely that that all I wanted was hard concrete evidence. That's all I want. My mom's sitting there listening. Well, he did it. You know, he cheated, mom. I just want the evidence. <laughs> That's all. I just want it, and so I can move on. But now everybody's going to talk about it, and you know, they put the asterisk by it, and I don't know how many Super Bowls they want to put asterisks by, but whatever. You know, they're yours <laughs> until they take them away. So, I'd take it if I was a Jaguars fan. I, and that was going to be my question was knowing what you know, would there be any circumstance where you wouldn't take Tom Brady as your Jaguars I think the majority of NFL fans would take Tom Brady over any other quarterback in this league, with the exception of, of Luck and, and Rodgers. They, they would absolutely take Brady. I'm keeping Bortles. <laughs> I want the future, not the past, okay? But Brady speaking, the future. <laughs> speaking of the Jags, if this suspension holds up, guess who will not be present when they play the Jags? If it holds At up. least on the field. You better. Well, yes. Exactly. You better hope. Or it they reduce a, it oh, to man. two games and he, his first game back and he's pissed. Yes. And that's what you're clearly most worried about. Yes. Is Brady coming out he's dismantle with something to prove? <laughs> in week three if that suspension is reduced. Yeah. All right. So to Amanda and Blythe, do you ladies feel any differently than Donna does? I feel pretty similar. I, I, I think it was an investigation that was started right off the bat. Uh, with an end goal in mind, and they were looking for evidence to corroborate that information. I don't think that there was anything that would actually hold up in a court of law, but, I mean, the NFL runs off of uh, circumstantial evidence. So they, what they do have does look suspicious, and I think this was more about not necessarily the crime, but the cover-up. And I think that's what the league was the most angry about, and I think that's why you saw such a severe punishment. It's hard for me because, like Bly said, it is circumstantial and there isn't concrete evidence. And Donna brought this up earlier. We were chatting. The Colts, what did you say? Their balls were also <laughs> deflated. Four Colts. Four of the Colts' game balls right. were underinflated. Four of the five. Right. Under. The bottom line is athletes cheat. They do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Some get caught. Others don't. Whether that's an exact science or it's just you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, that's a whole nother debate. Um, is this suspension too harsh? A little bit, yes, but I don't like cheaters. If, is he a cheater? We don't know yet. It just looks so fishy. It really does. It looks fishy. I'm fine with the suspension. Yeah? I don't care. I'm fine with it. I don't what about care. the draft picks? I'm fine. That's whatever. Okay. You know, but I wanted, if, if it came out with, yeah, he did it, I would have expected something way more harsh, you know, um, maybe even a full season if it came out that he did it and he knew and he wanted it. And, but I just, I want to know, here's one thing, besides it being concrete, I want to know who the whistleblower is. The Colts. <laughs> the Colts GM. Yeah. He was the whistleblower. How, he, he sent the email how, out to the league. But how would he know? They said there's been rumors for years. Uh, lots of teams do this, ha have done this in the past. I think uh, the Vikings and the Panthers back in December were caught on the sidelines heating up the balls during a very uh, cold game. No, they didn't want any shrinkage. <laughs> shrinkage. Shrinkage no of the balls. This is, this is uh, the, a theory of my family and I. We think it's Harbaugh written all you, over you it. You think? Really? For being extremely bitter and angry about the now illegal formation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe a little phone call to the Colts GM and be like, go get them. Hmm. Find some. You know they're doing something. All right, Donna, we'll wrap with this. What would you say to Tom Brady or what would you ask him if you got to talk to him right now? Well, he wouldn't tell me the truth at all. <laughs> you wouldn't demand it? What do you want me to say? Show me your football? <laughs> I say, show me your balls. Like, you know. Hey, it's your floor. He's not. I just, 
I mean, there's a reason why he didn't give up his phone. There's a reason why many of us wouldn't give up our it phone. Subpoena me if you want my cell phone. Yeah. I'm not giving that up <laughs> rightfully. Think your whole life is on your cell phone. It's I'm very not giving. But that what up. about just the text? Like if I if you that's can just go to my account and see my text, that's fine. I, if I have nothing to hide, I'm more than willing to do whatever it takes to right. clear my name. And that's what they're saying. He supposedly gave up his agent gave him. But all the text. why would you willingly give up information on an investigation on yourself? I, I'm not doing that. That's your I job just, to figure that out. That's your job to investigate. You spent $5 million and you come up with inconclusive study. Uh, I think he cheated. I, <laughs> I do. I think, I think he absolutely knew oh, what yeah. he was doing. I think he's a smart enough cat. He's not an idiot. He's not one of those dumb jocks. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that he could somehow avoid probably getting in trouble at the time. And it's exactly what happened. The NFL was not going to suspend him for the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. So he gets suspended for four games. His team will be all right. And enter Jimmy Garoppolo and we'll see what he can do. That would be my question. Okay. Should I start Garoppolo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, now that's a perfect question. All right. When we do return, we are going to get into a little talk about the Players' Championship last week. It was, uh, it was one to put in the books, not just... On the golf course, but also with a little uh, jean short action, I guess I'll say. So we will be right back. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 10 to Next on 92.5 FM. Girls just want to talk football. More Helmets and Heels now on 1010XL 92.5 FM. You know, when Scott picks really good songs, I just don't want to talk when we come back. You You're welcome. This is my playlist all night. Me Enjoy. You guys talk. I'll stay Classic, you said I'll be Johnny and you be Jim. Well, you, we actually have a radio show to do, Lauren. Oh, <laughs> dang it. But it's a Johnny Cash reference. I know. Come on. Okay, it's a right. good one. It's a good one. We're back at Helmets and Heels. Thank you, Amanda, for picking some good music tonight. Of course. You missed uh, I guess keep, that means I keep me in mind <laughs> with Zach Brown when you were out a little bit earlier, but we were jamming to that one as oh, well. By the way, favorite. in case you haven't heard, Country Superfest is a giant festival. Oh, I already know. Okay. I'm definitely going. So okay, excited. good. All right. Ready. Just making sure because Ready. we haven't had the conversation about those events yet, and it's a blast. A must, like a must do. A hundred percent. Can a Gator and a Knoll attend the same concert? Together? together um good question it's well off season i think it's okay. sometimes yeah, yeah sometimes you just put your differences aside and you and then you pick them right back up in <laughs> august <laughs> right you you put on your dress and your cowboy boots although it's way too hot for me at that point for in the year boots. for cowboy boots right. but every girl you'll see that's under the age of 25 so you'll fit in that category definitely can pull it off and they okay. look fantastic cool. so one of my favorite okay, events of the year i go with my mom Anywho, you're listening to Helmets and Heels, and we have uh, some sports to talk about, specifically an outfit that I know I got to dinner last night, and a bunch of my friends who are not super into sports, the first thing they wanted to ask me about was Ricky Fowler's girlfriend's outfit. And I said, don't you worry, we will talk about it on the show tomorrow night. I have to tell you, I thought it looked fine. I had no issues with it. And because of the fact that she's a model... I believe that she gained far more publicity because of what she wore. And she didn't look like just every other PGA Tour wife or girlfriend. And so people were tuning in. And because she gained that much more publicity, then she also, of course, gains more social media followers, whether it's Instagram or Twitter. And thus, that begins more modeling jobs for her. Because I recently heard that, by the way, you can't get a modeling job unless you have like 10,000 followers on Instagram, something along those lines. Huh. Yikes. 
for losing all the weight to become a model to begin with and then having to get that many. Well, we don't know that she lost a bunch. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not, not her. I meant. Oh, know, oh, us. us. Well, oh, more okay. like me. <laughs> we'll get to that in the next segment. All right, Donna, what did you think about her outfit? Well, you're right. She didn't look like every other because she looked like a. <laughs> She looked like a slut. Oh, oh gosh. Come on. She who looked- wears who wears Daisy Dukes anywhere? They wear the- Daisy Dukes. They, no. they are short <laughs> denim shorts. All shorts are short. Those no. When your pocket hangs below your shorts, those She's are short. She's six foot tall. Yeah, they're so fine pockets that don't hang below your shorts. <laughs> I I don't I didn't say anything wrong with it. If you go out to TPC, you'll see Dozen, hundreds of girls wearing that same thing. I thought she looked cute. Daisy Dukes at the players. Okay, Daisy Dukes are when your butt cheeks hang out of the shorts. Those aren't Daisy Dukes. I mean, they're not like high this, school where you have to put your 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 fingertips have to pass the shorts. Is this conversation more spirited than the cheating conversation? Because I definitely did not see that she coming. She should have known. A, you're at the players and it's Sunday. Where's your pink? Where is your damn pink? Secondly, the players is known for sundresses. Yeah, very true. You all wear your sundresses. I was working there Sunday, and my I wore a pink dress that I wore to my best friend's rehearsal dinner for her <laughs> wedding. I was working. See? I had my fanny pack, like audio thing. I had my headset on. Like I was working, and I was dressed nicer than her. I think that she covered up okay. She's skinny. She's a model. She wasn't dressed slutty for me <laughs> however when you are the girlfriend of a prominent golf player mm-hmm. golfer i think that you should just dress a little i don't know dress up a little wear a dress now maybe it's the mom and me i don't know maybe if i, if I had a daughter because i have a son I, okay if jt walked around with a girl walk, looking like that no sir you come here she needs to change right marcel would never dress his daughter in that. She's three. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of a difference there. But and I she will is. tell you, I did 20, a little research on her. Her name is Alexis Randock. Randock. Yeah, Alexis Randock. I almost beautiful. messed that one up. She is. She is phenomenally gorgeous. And I will say, the outfit kind of sold her short. Yeah. Um. She. <laughs> yeah. She. And a lot of people that I know said they thought they were gonna, her top was going to fall off, which yeah. might have been part of the intrigue for viewers, right? I mean, yeah. he just won the playoff. But so let's, let's move, I guess, a little bit away from our outfit and move more towards our experiences. So, Amanda, it was your first ever players. You did get to work a little bit. You also had to manage working the rookie mini camp for the Jags as well. But what did you take away? What was your favorite part? Give us uh, your thoughts on the amazing event. The players was awesome. I didn't get to actually see a hole until after I was done working because I had just been so busy with minicamp. And then when I was at the players, I was working. So mm-hmm. I went to the 18th hole after they had decided that it would go into sudden death. So I didn't even Which see anyone good, play, though. but I saw the hole. So that was cool. But no, it was awesome. It was really cool to be there, especially because this never happens ever. So that was really, really awesome. Um, I was up close and personal with Rory McIlroy, so that was cool. Um, he was wearing this bright pink shirt that almost blinded me, but um, it was cool. It was really, really neat. Did you get to see all the golfers do their press conferences in the perch area? Yeah, I was in the perch on Sunday, and so you did the perch as well. Right? I did it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So it's where all the players come off from the 18th hole. So you see them all walk by. Not everyone will stop and talk to you, obviously, but you get to see them, which is cool. So I saw Bubba and Rory and... I saw Ricky Fowler when he walked off 
this wasn't after he won, but it was after his 18th hole. Um, but yeah, it was neat. I got to talk to some of the players because our job at The Perch was to get players to come on the radio show. And so um, some of them were really fun. There was one guy... Please forgive me because I am not a golf fanatic. <laughs> I cannot remember his name, but he was so funny. He was like doing the air guitar like when he's talking because he's like messing with me because he knows that they can't see him. I can't remember his name. It's driving me crazy. But Billy Horshaw. I was gonna, that's who I was going to probably guess. But, or Bubba Watson. Whomever no, it was. I was going to say, was he wearing pink? That wouldn't narrow it down at all. It wasn't like a bigger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I uh, I did it on Saturday, and my by far my favorite moment was getting to talk to Billy Horschel. He um, he stopped by, and he did join 1010XL 92.5 FM right after he finished um, on 18 and did his press conference. And then, of course, we both went to Florida, and so we got the Gator Chomp picture. And he had to tell the story, which was the best part of how he only did it because Florida State fans were— you know, kind of saying, go Noel's him home. Day, right, yeah. exactly. And then he was he's, funny. He was really yeah. funny. He's like, yeah, you know, and I heard Frank tell the story because Frank was standing there listening too that the Florida State fans have come out of the woodwork since they won the national championship. Yeah. And where were they three years ago? He's <laughs> heard a lot more of them recently. So he was just, you know, he was tongue in cheek and just great personalities. And that to me is the coolest part about working part of the event yep. is kind of getting the behind the scenes and the ones who are really stressed after they come off versus the ones who are just relaxed and talking to their kids and Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it is about the golfers' children, but they make the cutest babies and yeah, little kids. Oh, my gosh. So precious. Blythe, what was your favorite part? Oh, I, I would really have to say seeing Ricky win it. Uh, there was a couple years ago for Avoid Magazine's golf issue, I got a chance to interview with Ricky Fowler because he's very, you know, cool. sort of younger and, you know, the, the flat bill. And he fits in very well with the, with the Void audience. Were you wearing a yellow blouse and cut-off jean shorts at the time? No, but I should have been. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, he was just really he had a really great personality and you could tell that he definitely had the confidence in him back then and we picked him as one of the guys to watch and then here you are two years later and you get to see him make that eagle and as soon as he made that eagle I called it watching at home I was like he's gonna win this tournament it and was it, really exciting it, it was an, it wow. seven under the last like four holes and then going into the playoffs it's, it's unheard of in golf it really is we were standing I did not have to work on Sunday on Mother's Day and it's a tradition for us to take my mom out to brunch and then go to the players. And so we had did that, and then we found um, my cousin's husband who had never been before, and he had a bunch of friends who were betting on 17 closest to the pin. So we were losing, well, I was losing dollars left and right, despite the fact that I played fantasy golf and I thought I knew what I was talking about, and I was throwing things out like, oh, he's a much better ball striker than a putter. I got this. And I'd lose my dollar. So then I looked even worse. I should have just kept my mouth shut and not put any money in the pot. But that was a blast. So if you've never stood on the hill at 17, it, no matter whether it's Wednesday on the practice day or Sunday on the final day, it is just so much fun to bet on golf live. You know, because you're straining. You can't really see on some of them whose putt is clo- or whose ball that will eventually lead to a putt is closer. So you have to wait and see it come up on the screen or who shoots second. It's just so much fun. I just love it. So Are you one of the ones that were uh, heckling Sergio? Of course not. I, I like Sergio. You, I hate you, him. Really? I hate him. Hate him. So I've gotten to see him in person a few times working the event last year and this year. And he is he's funny and personable. Ugh. I mean, he can go through women like, you know, nobody's business. But at the same time, he seems nice as long as you're not interested in him like that. <laughs> Gross. Never. Gross. Gross. <laughs> you don't think Sergio's cute at all? No. Really? God, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. Do you think Ricky Fowler's cute? Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, not my type, but he's cute. Okay, he's all right. All right, well, Adam he's Scott. Too much yes, eyebrows, right? man. Yeah, it's it's too. I don't know. Eyebrows. He seems a little young. So Adam Scott's the hottest golfer to you. Oh, yeah, bar none for sure. Donna, who's the hottest golfer? 
<laughs> my husband. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Nice. Amanda, did you see any hot ones out there? No. 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 <laughs> Golfers are not your type. Golfers are not my type. I get it's it. Not. That's fine. Yeah. I, but you know what? Everybody has a type. And so am I going to be the only one that's that's says a hot golfer? Nick Watt oh, no, wasn't out there. He's a cutie. I like um, I like some of the ones that people have never heard of. Mm. Usually after I pick them, then if they win, like a Ben or, Martin or a Ben Martin is really Kevin cute. Kismil oh, I Haas talked to Ben Martin. Yeah, that's isn't he one sweet? Of my interviews. He went yes. to Clemson, and he's a yeah, sweet he Southern sweet. boy. Bill Haas is a sweet Southern boy. Yes. Um, he had the cutest little boy. Oh my gosh, Aww. little two year old with bright blue eyes. And uh, they were walking off the course, and he was going to come join us in the media center. Right. And he's carrying his son, and he said, do you want to stay with Mommy, or do you want to come with me? And he's like, stay with you, Daddy. Aww. And then he gets, like, three steps down, and he goes, the little boy goes, Mama, Mama, Mom, <laughs> Mom, Mom. It was just so precious. But that's the kind of stuff I love being able to go behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, and it really is. Blythe, you tweeted this out after we worked um, the show at or had the show live at, I can't even call it work, at the players on Tuesday night. And you said, you know, you attended this event as a fan of just a few years ago. And now getting to be part of the media is almost surreal. It, it definitely is. I mean, you look around. I used to actually work at TPC Sawgrass. I was one of their opening waitresses. And so I would get there at six o'clock in the morning. That's how wow. I, I kind of started following golf uh, ahead of time. So that's that's really where I learned the game. And to know that I was a waitress there, you know, just, I don't know, six years ago or whatnot, however long it was, um, to now be covering a media event. Like, it's, 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 I don't know, it's just a pinch yourself moment. It really is. And, you know, you walk around with your badge that says media and you're like, hey, everybody, <laughs> if I went to <laughs> High school, do you please see that I'm, <laughs> I've gotten somewhere in life, I promise. All right. This is going to be a really fun topic uh, when we come back. Weight gain. I've been wanting to talk about this for weeks and we have not been able to get to it. But the main question is going to be, what food would you eat if you had to gain weight extremely quickly? Sounds easy, but you know what? It wasn't that easy for Charles Barkley. So we will talk about that next. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I need your love. I need your time. When everything's wrong, you make it right. I feel so high. I come alive. I need to be free with you tonight. I need your love. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Well, this is for all the non-country fans out there, and I know there are plenty, because not everyone loves country music. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels. Donna Blythe, Amanda, and Lauren alongside with you. I can't believe how fast these shows go by, and I will tell everyone, as a peek into the breaks, all we do is continue the exact topic and stay exactly as forceful as we just were. It does not get any nicer in those breaks. Nope. In fact, there was just an argument between Donna and Blythe on what Ricky Fowler's mama wore and whether or not that was appropriate. Her shorts were shorter than Ricky's girlfriend. But they're dress shorts. They're, <laughs> they're just black shorts. Look, I wear... See what I mean? I wear shorts from New York and Company. They're nice. They're dress shorts. They're shorts. I get but they're not destroyed, which is... You know, ripped up, and they don't have pockets hanging below. Them. I guarantee those shorts cost more than the five people surrounding her's entire outfit. I don't care what they cost; <laughs> it's the style. It is it's the style. I like it's it. It's trendy. Bloody, yeah. Hey, you know what? 
I would, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to try and find a replica outfit of that and wear that to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> wear it next week. All of us show up and wear it. <laughs> Any form of yellow and jorts. That's all we need. Done and you and as a done. gator have plenty of jorts in your closet, Lauren. <laughs> oh, oh. You know, those jokes are really funny when it comes to the guys wearing jean shorts. <laughs> to the girls, it's like, they're so cute, though. I know. I wear jorts. Don't worry about <laughs> Great. it. <laughs> if you have a good butt, I mean, jean shorts, there's nothing better, right? Just rock them. Except unless you're Donna. Just do not wear them. Okay, so I have wanted to talk about what food you would eat to gain weight for a while now. After we saw this Charles Barkley story come out, he had to gain, what, 20 pounds in 48 hours, something ridiculous. What? Yes, just stuffing his face with like 48,000 calories. Well, he didn't want the, I I guess it was the the Pacers or somebody to take him first overall. So he he stuffed his face with as much food as he could possibly put in his body. So, by the way, I got a text from... Donna, you're basically nutrition guru over the past uh, few months when you were preparing for the Void Swimsuit Edition. And Chad Scott says, and he's, and by the way, Chad, I know you're listening. And I just have to tell you, I was not going to say carby stuff. This will make sense once I read this aloud, but I have something completely different. But he says, you'll all say carby stuff to gain weight. And that's true. But don't forget salt. Salt makes you retain water, giving you a big sodium bloat. Right on top of it, Chad. Eat a pizza with Gatorade and add a teaspoon of salt to the Gatorade. Big instant weight gain. Well, I'm never going to do that in my entire life. I can tell you that right now. So when you're drunk, do not eat pizza and then drink a Gatorade. Right. I love both of those things. And both of those are even better when you've been drinking. Does that mean you shouldn't have salt with a tequila shot? Uh, pro- and no salts around the margarita rims. I mean, this is just no in moderation. <laughs> let me okay. live. Let me live. <laughs> like a pinch of salt is not going to make you gain five pounds. It is not. All right, Blythe. We're going to start with you. The food that you crave that you probably shouldn't eat or you try to stay away from that you totally want to eat when nachos. you have to gain weight. Nachos. All kinds of nachos. And what's on them? Oh, gosh. The best nachos I think I've ever had come from Everbank. And they're pulled pork nachos, and they put cheese all over them. And it's not just the yellow cheese, but they put the white cheese Ooh, on it, queso. Oh. And they put jalapenos and tomatoes oh. and pico and all that delicious good stuff. By the way, I say jalapenos, and everyone always makes fun of me. Those, um, <laughs> those sound delicious. I think it's, like, Jalapenos. technically correct. Jalapenos. No. That's, That's my how favorite. my dad says it. All right, Amanda, the food that you would eat to gain weight. Anything with cheese. Anything. Just If I could eat a whole block of cheese in one setting, I would. I ha- always have a block of cheese in my fridge, and I'll eat it with crackers. And to me, I call that healthy because I'll, like, slice it really thin. And then I, like, have a couple, a <laughs> couple more, a couple more. But I just love cheese. Do you, do you ever have cheese and crackers with wine and that's it? Yeah. Because that's, like, my favorite meal. Yes. I mean, not as a meal. <laughs> okay, it's my favorite dinner. Okay. Well, maybe... <laughs> <Still a> meal. <laughs> Maybe you should talk to that nutrition <laughs> expert just a little bit more. There's a place in San Marco, and since you're new here, I can share these things okay. with you. Okay. Um, it's called Grape and Grain, and Ooh. they serve just everything's delicious, and they have, yeah, cheese and wine. Yum. It's, it's really good. <laughs> just in case you ever want to go there for dinner or a snack in or your snack. world. <laughs> I, I personally, you know, call it dinner. All right, Donna, I know you've got some good stuff. Mine was easy it was very easy when you asked this question a five guys bacon cheeseburger nice and i brought up the nutritional (laughs) info and the one thing don't don't tell us too bad the one thing (laughs) that and it's not the little bacon cheeseburger it's the it's the main bacon cheeseburger because you know the regular and then the littles yeah and the sodium in a bacon cheeseburger 
1,310 grams. Thank you, Chad. Oh I was right on top of that sodium. <laughs> yep, that's wow. all I would eat, bacon cheeseburgers. How many fat grams? Uh, well, you're going with total fat is 62. Saturated <sighs> fat is 29.5. And how many calories? Just lay it on us. Um, surprisingly, only 920. Okay. Only. Yeah. There's a lot of times that I'll go to a restaurant and... My first instinct is to get a salad, you know, with some sort of chicken or fish or something on it. And then I look more at the menu and I think, honestly, probably a cheeseburger sometimes without the mm-hmm. bread is, or without the cheese, but obviously I'm not going to do that. Neither of us on this side are going to do that. Why don't you just and get you need it with your nachos. <laughs> You're just not going to have Right, exactly. But I feel like that's a lot of times it ends up being healthier. Right. Um, mine would be, and it's very specific, deviled eggs. And if you've ever been to Moxie, too, they do. How is that making you fat? Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, like if you want, if you eat forty five hundred of them, like I would want to forty five hundred. Like in a week, <laughs> I think Google I could eat this. that many. I love. Do you make eggs. your own or you get them from? Oh, I don't make my any own anything. <laughs> <laughs> so where that's do you why get I reference these? a lot of restaurants? There's a restaurant called Moxie. They okay, do okay. a different set of deviled eggs every single night or day, I guess, depending on when you go. And they're phenomenal. Like, they might have, like, a Thai curry egg or... Only 64 calories. Well, Ugh. not. I'm telling you, not if you eat and eat and, and eat And five them. grams of fat. <laughs> I like says do better. Anything <laughs> <laughs> else? Wild Don't hate fat. on my deviled eggs that probably have a lot of sodium in them. What are they? They're eggs. Yes, but put you Put a deviled put, egg in a cheeseburger in with some bacon, <laughs> some avocado, <laughs> some ranch dressing... That then is, you can yeah. gain some weight. I could also add several other foods to Sounds this. pretty good. Like boiled peanuts. I could eat a ton Even of boiled peanuts. Even those are so bad. I got salt okay, in there. Okay, salt. Just get, come on. <laughs> give us something good. <laughs> donuts. Say Krispy Kreme donuts. I like homemade mashed potatoes as well. Okay. With a lot of butter. What about lasagna? I like lasagna okay. a lot. Okay. With beef. Yeah. Case, no, nobody eats pizza? I'm not a huge pizza gal. Oh, I love pizza. I'm a pizza person. Pizza. For sure. Pizza, nachos, burgers for me. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Donna, one thing I wanted to get to um, after we're all now starving after that conversation. (laughs) Thank you. Was this past Sunday was Mother's Day. You are the lone mother in the room. So tell us about what you guys did for your Mother's Day and uh, a little bit about your mom. It was awesome. Actually, um, mom and dad come up every year for the players. That's what she wants. Nice. Every Sunday, she spends it at the players and... 1010 is so generous to help me out and give them wonderful passes so they get to enjoy the benefactor. And oh, my dad's that's a, awesome. My dad's an army vet, so he'll go to the military tent. and everything. Leave your mom out in the benefactor? Oh, no, they both go in. Oh, she's allowed yeah. in too. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, the spouses and everybody gets in. Good. Um, so we get to enjoy that. We do it every year. It's awesome. They come up. We always go to cheesecake, and there's something you can pick easily from there to gain weight. Oh, I would yep. pick cheesecake, too. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. My mom is, uh, you know, I wrote in her card for Mother's Day, and I said, I just, I'm so happy to be a mom because I, I just want to emulate you. Like, she's awesome. She's just pure awesomeness. Um, but all I wanted for Mother's Day was to just have a day with my family. And by that, I mean, you know, TJ, JT, <laughs> that's my son, sorry, and my husband. Which uh, one is which? <laughs> T- TJ is the hubby, okay. JT is the son, okay. who's uh, two and a half, and then our two pups, and that's all we did. It was great. We spent the day, the morning at the dog park, and little man ran around, the dogs ran around. We came home, we set up our yard, and we blew up our massive little play pool. And Love it. And the water tub going, it was just... It was awesome. It was just a day spent just hanging out and staycation. 
the older you get, the more valuable time, just time becomes. And yeah. Especially, like you said, quality time. All right, Blythe, uh, I know your mom's special to you as well. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we had a beach day with uh, another family that we all grew up with and that we're extremely close with. We take family trips together. Um, That's so fun. I love the beach day. But, yeah, we went out to Hannah Park, uh, spent nearly the whole day from about 10 to 5 p.m. that day. Got a little, got a little sun. <laughs> nice. just, I mean, we, the other family is from India, so we were fl- flying kites because, I guess, culturally – uh, oh. Flying kites in India is very, uh, it's Symbolic. very a big competition because oh, one wow. of the guys had um, some string that was uh, made out of glass. And so whenever he wow. flies what? his kites, if his string intersects with another kite, it'll cut the string. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kite wars. <laughs> and so we, we flew the kites. We went out to the ocean, uh, tossed the football around, um, just, you know, grilled out out there. It was just a good, relaxing day. It was about 15 of us. And so it was cool to celebrate all together. Absolutely. Nice. And Amanda, you're not in the same city as your mom right now, right? I am not. I'm about four hours away, but it's okay because I was at the players all day Sunday. I was working. But it was a fun work. You can't yeah. even call that work. Right. I felt bad when people were like, oh, what are you doing for Thursday? I'm like, I'm working, but not really working. Like, right. I'm going to the golf tournament. Um, but no, it was nice. I'll see her Memorial Day. I'll go home. Very so, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right around the corner. Next I'm, weekend, I think. It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Time's flying, right, yep. Blythe? Uh, I, as I mentioned, I went to the players with my mom. Uh, we love to do that. And I bought her. She loves shoes. But I've never bought her a pair of shoes without her there. So it was kind of fun to go and like pick out something I think she would like. And um, then when the lady's like, all right, you want to try these on? Nope, they're not for me. <laughs> no idea if they're going to fit. No, I knew it's size, obviously. But then, um, but my mom's so sweet. Like, this is an example. She gave me a pair of earrings on Mother's Day. What? <laughs> She's like, I just, I just liked them a lot. They're, it's fun. Here you go. And I'm like, whose mom does That's, that? Those are right? Moms, yeah. That, yeah, those are moms. So <laughs> to all of our mothers who I'm sure listen religiously, Thank you for all of your support over the years and for being such inspirations to love us you, Mama. all. Yeah, I love my mom. Yeah, love Mama. Love them. All right, <laughs> so we will check in with Fat Tony and see what he did on his Mother's Day, see how he felt about Alexis Randock's outfit at the Players, and, of course, check in on the whole cheating scandal. That's coming up next on 10 to Next on 2.5 FM.